Welcome to Commerce Chefs, a quirky and thought-provoking show for future-focused commerce leaders. We're going to pit the world's most brilliant, inspiring, and driven D2C visionaries, the Commerce Chefs, with riveting questions to uncover their secret ingredients at the intersection of passion, performance, and leadership in practice. For the past decade, we've led teams of designers, strategists, and digital wizards at one of the leading e-com agencies in the country to help brave brands become enduring classics. And we're here to indefinitely borrow the strategies and pro tips that will make us all better leaders and make the brands we lead better too. Hey Kyle, what's going on? I'm not sure I caught all that, buddy. Oh, you lost your voice. That sucks. Well, good thing we already pre-recorded this episode. Look, for, for what it's worth, man, I think you sound pretty sexy, like a husky lumberjack or a retired military general or like if Wolverine and Deadpool made an album. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like if Diana Krall and Alicia Keys had like a voice baby. Ah, I hear you, man. I don't really hear you. Is the voice horse? Well, if you just said that you're excited to chat with our next guests about social giving, building emotional brand loyalty, and table stakes with transparency and impact in direct-to-consumer, then I agree with you. This is Rizzard. <sighs> yeah, you, you said it, Kyle. Man, that, that might be the most poignant and important thing that we have ever aired on this show. Absolutely. <laughs> Jinx on you! You can't talk now for the rest of the day. Ben, thank you for joining us today. Uh, We are excited to speak with you uh, on Commerce Chefs. Uh, We thought we would start with something really easy that so far every single guest has gotten correct. Uh, And that is, could you start with your name and uh, what your role is and where you work? Yeah, that's a tough one. so, my name is Ben Astin. <laughs> my name is Ben Astin. I am the Director of Partnerships at Shopping Gives. Kyle, I think this is where we can do it. Are you ready? What, what gives? gives? Shopping, Shopping Gives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right. Harmonies. That was yeah. Good. So, that's, uh, that's a free jingle that you could use, Ben, if, um, if the team is interested. But uh, aside from I'm that. I'm sure they um, are. I, I might answer my calls like that. There you are. <laughs> what gives? Ben Aston. What gives? Chubby gives. Chubby gives. gives. Uh, well, uh, on that note, um, tell us a bit about Shopping Gives, Ben. Um, I know we are a, um, a Shopping Gives uh, partner at PB and J, yep. and uh, I think just given the time of year that we're driving into, but what I hope is the the sort of whole movement of e-commerce or commerce in general, actually. Um, I would love uh, our listeners to learn about or learn more about Shopping Gives and the role that uh, it plays in giving back in e-com. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Shopping Gives uh, is a what we call a social impact uh, e-commerce platform. So we help to increase customer loyalty and, and lifetime value of customers by aligning each purchase with that customer's values um how a brand does that um we offer turnkey social impact solutions managing 
the regulation and compliance around donations that a brand might make, um, which engages customers throughout their journey, you know, their buying journey. So it creates one-to-one engagement uh, based on, you know, who they might support or who the brand supports as a charity, uh, enabling the brand to measure doing well um, to doing good. Um, so looking at bottom line, but but most importantly, um, who they're supporting uh, charity-wise and impact-wise. So we're a, we're a Shopify app, um, but we also build on other um, platforms too, um, starting to kind of reach out to bigger brands now that we've been in the game for three or four years. Um, and we're, we're a turnkey solution to enable brands to give back to charities that they love and their customers love. Yeah. Okay, j- jumping off that turnkeyness, Ben. I mean, let's let's just dig into a little bit of the tech side of it. Let's how, turn that. How does key. it all work? Yeah, turn the key. Vroom, vroom. How does it all um, work? <laughs> so how does it all work? And in kind of you talk about turnkey. How like how easy is it to build into tech stacks? Really easy. Um, you know, if I do say so myself, but I have been here for a year and a half. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> The um, as I said, we're we're in, we're a Shopify app, and actually, if you want to, you know, if, if a Shopify brand wants to install Shopping Gives, they can do so. Go straight ahead and install it, and within the hour, they could be giving back on every customer purchase uh, if they so wish. Mm-hmm. Um, so so really, really easy. We've we've concentrated on our setup guide to make it easy and allow a brand um, to get going quite quickly. We, of course, do have a product portfolio. So there are other things that are not so turnkey. uh, And we work with brands on that, including like kind of marketing strategy, including, um, you know, different forms of giving that they might want to do. But out of the box, um, our technology works in a way where a brand will um, place our widget on the PDP uh, in the cart and on the checkout. And it'll say something like this purchase uh, allows you to, donate 1% of the cart value to a charity of your choice. And so if a brand uh, wants to kind of partner with a charity, they may not give that customer a choice. They may say, hey, your purchase um, is eligible for a donation to so-and-so, and and the brand is choosing that charity. But we see more value in what we do when the brand is allowing that customer to choose a charity of their own choice. It's, of course, aligning with the customer's values. Uh, and allowing them to choose is going to increase the loyalty um, mm. and lifetime value of that brand. That's so powerful. So yeah, really leveraging uh, what I I think we we all believe and and really hope to see in customer and shopper behavior, sort of driving that um, that conscious uh, consumerism, uh, really voting with dollars, getting behind brands more and more that are looking to do good or do better or be good, uh, you know, for the world. Um, and this is just sort of a really quick step, um, in some ways yeah. to, to allow brands to start to get their feet in the water. Is that kind of a one, one way is, that you've yeah. seen that at role? Yeah. Especially in the Shopify marketplace, because we've seen a lot of new brands come on like kind of into the scene and those that, you know, they haven't thought about social impact. So as a brand, they're fully focused on the product, they're fully focused on their branding and their marketing, and they kind of leave the mission and purpose, perhaps, of a brand uh, to the side. We think that's a big mistake. We, we have seen um, that consumers will purchase from a brand because that brand is advocating for an issue that they care about. So it's kind of emotional loyalty. And 
a brand display in that authentic commitment to you know a charitable cause can can build that trust out and build that loyalty really quickly so you know we're we're kind of on our pedestal we're you know got our microphones and we're and we're telling the brands that they need to have a mission they need they need purpose uh, in their business model and we're not you know, we're not ramming it down their throats and saying it must be shopping gives because actually you can display, you know, giving and, and social impact in different ways. There are lots of other good tech out there like, you know, plucking from the sky, but Recurator are out there and we love what they do. They're, a, um, you know, they're a, um, a second-hand selling kind of platform that brands can use and then EcoCart, of course, for like sustainability. But all of these tie into fueling that customer loyalty, um, making a, a customer feel good about their purchase. Uh, and we do just that. There's, there's more that we do. We, it's not just a 1% or a fixed dollar value that they, the customer gives back on, uh, sorry, the brand gives back on. A brand can also align with the customer and say, hey, you know, we're giving 1% or we're giving $5 on this purchase. Uh, why don't you join us? So then the customer can also add on a donation if they wish. Um, you know, we've all been at CVS, right, and seen the, do you wish to add a dollar? <laughs> well, we're, we're enabling D2C brands to do that too. Um, so if you feel annoyed when they ask you in CVS, then I guess D2C brands can annoy you as well. <laughs> uh, but it's a little different, I think, because D2C is very much about the personalization. It's very much about the customer. Whereas I think, for me anyway, I, I see CVS, you know, it's a huge organization. They don't care who I am at that point at checkout and i just feel like it's an annoyance whereas if you're on that buying journey with a dtc brand there's a reason you're on that website there's a reason you're purchasing from that site um and from that company and i think it starts to tie in that you know i want to support these guys too or you're giving me that opportunity to support a charity and i'm going to keep buying from you because it allows me to keep supporting that charity yeah that that reciprocity is um front and center you know there's there is the satisfaction of, of getting something as a, as a shopper that, that I want. Um, I already, you know, feel good about uh, buying from a brand that, uh, you know, I feel aligns with my values. And then in addition to that, um, I can actually have a real tangible, visible contribution outside of that transaction as well, um, which, is, which is extremely powerful and, and certainly uh, helps to extend the, the circle of impact um, that that brand and that that customer can have absolutely yeah and we're seeing it um you know the proof is is in some of the data that we're collecting um you know we have white and warren that have increased their transactions for a customer by 23 percent um as well as increasing lifetime value of the customer by 18 percent. i mean these are big numbers um mm. but what they're doing is they're buying into that impact so they're not they're not just using shopping gives and saying, great, we're going to put you on the widget, we're, you know, on the web page, we're going to use your widget and hopefully all these results will start happening. But they're actually, you know, walking the walk. They're, they're speaking about the impact they're creating and they're telling stories about what they're doing as a brand. Uh, and that really works. Um, customers love that um, and love seeing it. And they'll keep coming back yeah. to see more. And they're, they're the ones that are helping to contribute to that, like directly. Um so I, I would think that would be pretty positive. Um, just to just to kind of come back to something you said that I really loved. Uh, what was it? How did you word it? Oh yes, you said the emotional loyalty that's built through social impact. Um, you know, I, I I know you've got tons of examples you could probably think of, but first of all, I love that term 
um, emotional loyalty. But how have you seen that kind of play out with brands in your portfolio where, you know, there's a, a real focus tie back to the, the increase in loyalty that customers have from, from that emotional standpoint, you know, not just, you know, building loyalty through discounts and priming your customers to know that, oh, I'll always have a good deal or a good sale, but I'm, I'm doing something better and bigger than myself. Uh, yeah, I'd love to, I know we'd love to hear of, of any examples you've got or things you've seen. Well, it, it's interesting you said discounts because I, I don't think anyone can compete with discounts. You know, I think they work. There's a reason they've been around for so long and customers love getting something for less than the price. Um, so I don't think you can compete with it. But if you want to diversify your marketing, then social impact is definitely a thing to use. It's, it's a it's a proven tool that it can um, drive customers to your website um, and also keep them there as a customer and retain them. So, um, yeah, we're not we're not going up against a discount, but we do think we, we can accompany a discount. And so companies and brands can use us alongside that. And actually, we've seen good results when brands are saying you know, get 10% off and give $5 to a charity of your choice. That's a nice play. Um, that's starting to work out there. So we're seeing that more and more. Um, but, but you know, today's kind of consumers are four times more likely to purchase from a company with, like, the strong values that they have and then spend more money to shop with a brand they know supports a charitable cause. So it's direct results um, that we're starting to see. Um, some of the examples, you know, we... We have over 2,000 brands working with us. Um, and as I said, some small Shopify brands all the way up to people like Coach and Steve Madden, which we've started to bring on board over the last 12 months, which has been fantastic. Um, and, you know, a great example, I think, of emotional loyalty is um, someone like Blind Barber, who are just, they have these really cool um if you're ever in New York, I think they have a couple, they have one in Chicago, I think as well, um, and probably LA, but they're like, they're barbershops, but they speak easy bars in the evening as well. So mm -hmm. check out Blind Barber, so good. Um, but they also have a product line. And so they sell the products online. And the, the founder, Jeff, um, <clears throat> started his company and from day one, had social impact at the forefront of the company and was giving back uh, without shopping gives actually but giving back before you know he that was his main priority it was through covid and he wanted to give back and make sure that impact was being like happening even before things were being sold it's just the way he's made up he's an awesome guy um now he works with us that two percent of every product sold is uh, gonna go default to the trevor project However, if a brand wants to update that choice of charity, they can. So they a donation's always gonna go. But if they want if the customer decides, you know, I love what the Trevor Project do, but I also have a personal charity close to my heart, I'm gonna update it to that, they can do that too. Um what Jeff does, he has a page dedicated to on his website, um, and he talks about the impact they create and he gives stories and examples. Um, and then he also has a live ticker. So it's, it's directly integrated with our app. Transactions go through, products are sold, and each donation amount that's given on that transaction is then added to that live ticker. So brands can, uh, customers can see that every time they go to the website, that ticker is going to be, you know, increasing, and the amounts um, going up and up and up. So that's really good, and it just shows a way that a brand is completely dedicated to impact, and it's fueling that emotional loyalty because that customer knows um, that that's the way Blind Barber are. 
Um, and it's omni-channel too because they're in store. Um, so they, they're actually doing it through Shopify POS as well. Um, so that's really good that they, you know, go get your hair cut, buy some hair, whatever, pomade or whatever they use these days. Um, <laughs> I just sounded like a 60-year-old man then, didn't I? Hair pomade. <laughs> whatever kids hey, I should have asked you your name and age. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Brill cream. Do you, no, no. Ben, do you uh, have hair cream, still? Yeah. I'm just I do. I have lots of it. <laughs> I'm just I have what you the call thing a you five put head, though, Kyle. I have a five head. You ever heard of a five a head? Five. My, my, I'm, yeah, I'm receding. So Bigger my, than my, a forehead. My forehead's oh, getting into head. a five head. <laughs> but, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I've never heard that. And also... I just wanted to point out as well, and this isn't, you know, again, I'm not all about bigging up shopping gives, you know, because we're not here just for that. But um, there's been some really good stuff. Girl can, Girlfriend Collective, really cool brand. Check them out. They're not working with us right now. Their widget's off, um, but they, they still have us, but they're not using it right now. But they um, do things like they've got a great community and they would do um, kind of like a beach cleanup event where they'd invite their customers down. And that is just a way, again, to kind of connect a customer with a mission. And that is emotional loyalty. That's a way that a brand can really solidify the community around them and people who are buying their products. It's a really, really good way to do it. Um, so like live events, um, big impactful events that customers can be a part of, I think is really cool too. Yeah. I was just thinking, um, Ben, we, you know, we talk about our, our clients as patrons. It's one of the ways we're trying to reframe our relationship with our clients. And, and we've also kind of started to talk about how brands can move from customers to patrons, you know, we, depending on the industry, people talk about that. And, and the distinction that we'll often say a team is, is clients or customers give money for a service or a thing. So customers give money for a service or a thing, but patrons invest in a cause. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. These communities is like, it goes beyond. They're not just paying for a thing. They're invested into a mission, a shared vision of something that's different that the brand is helping them enable to go and pursue. Is that kind of where you're, where you're seeing it? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I think across a lifetime, of, uh, you know, when you think of buying clothes, you're only really buying from between six and 10 stores. Um, yeah. You know, you know, mainly. You might have like one-off items and things, but your bulk, you tend to start to go back to the same places. And so that's what brands are fighting for. They're fighting for that retention uh, and, and a customer coming back. Um, so different ways to, to get that customer as part of your gang, as part of your, you know, to become a patron, I think is massively important. And we're starting to see, you know, Gen Z and millennials, um, you know, they're probably the most um, forthright with their, thoughts about social impact and doing good in the world and everything else um on that line and so i think brands are starting to wake up to that fact um and i think that's one way to to make them a patron yeah i love that phrase actually i love that we should call i'd love to call our customers patrons i think that's a really nice you, way to do go, it our client it, yeah. is so business-like right client right <laughs> yes. yeah it's so detached you, you, you get you can get a jingle with it too we'll have to make that one up on the next podcast, that's two, that's two awesome things from this uh, from this chat, Ben. You got what gives shopping gives, and you got uh, you got patron. I love it. Patron. 
Okay. What speaking speaking though of of what's important to to different you know buyers in the market, we'll say whether you call them customers or patrons or clients. Um, what other important things are you seeing that consumers are expecting online right now? Like, what have you seen play out recently in shopping behaviors? Um, you mean generally? Yeah, like we're talking about, you know, Gen Z and really, you know, focus on social impact. What else is important to to those buyers? Um, I think transparency. I think um, you know, customers are trying to. Um, you know, they're putting their, their hard-earned cash into a brand and a, and a company. And so I think that they want to know that company inside out. And that, that's not just necessarily um, someone who they're, they're buying from, but maybe someone that they subscribe to or listen to in a podcast, you know, that type of thing. Um, you know, they want it to be real. They want it to be authentic. So I think customers are very quick to kind of let the brand know how you feel and they'll voice their opinion because it's so easy to contact the brand these days or call them out on social media. Um, just a personal story. I did receive, um, you know, cotton buds that you clean your ears with. I received um, mm-hmm. a thousand of those today and uh, yesterday in a box that it had ripped apart and they were just all spread all over the box. And so they were unusable. So I quickly tweeted, uh, <laughs> and shouted out the company saying, "Hey, thanks for my cotton buds." <laughs> That's how easy it is, <laughs> right? Uh, and I just it, it was it was because I'm lazy. I just didn't want to clean up the cotton buds, you know, put them back in the box. But it seems trivial, but that stuff happens. Especially you look at like does, yeah. TikTok videos that go viral. Like it's like there's a, there's an appetite also for other consumers to jump in and like watch it and and like co-message it back to the brands yeah airlines get a bad rap as well don't they because there's always a video online now but um the other thing that they do not just voice an opinion is that they can shop elsewhere right of course so the way that we try and do it is that we try and work with brands to help them create their own impact story and message and be authentic with it so you know what do they want to say how do they want it to come across to their customers what community are they trying to build and then once a brand starts to focus on that, then they'll realize their own true value and, and then the customers can see it too. So I think it's it's important to work through that and just be completely who you are as a as a brand, um, as a company. And I think I mean that goes for life too, right? But uh I think too many yeah. companies are trying to um potentially be someone they're not or be a brand that they're not and they they should just like find that like i said before mission and purpose um it doesn't necessarily have to mission and purpose doesn't necessarily have to tie into giving back it should it should tie into who you are as a brand too yeah let me uh, just do a quick follow-up on that it's just i'm curious man do you ever caution brands that maybe don't have a strong sense of mission or purpose from just slapping shopping gives on until they understand that? Well, we, we do actually, we, we let them know that if they're not going to walk the walk, like we have a customer add on feature, which is really cool. And, and it, it, it's a really nice looking widget. It can be customized. It can fit in natively with the, the brand's website. And it's a, it's a really easy one click button. So, Hey, help us make impact. And then the, the brand decides the amounts and they literally a customer can literally just click one dollar three dollar five dollar whatever that the brand decides and then it just adds as a skew to their shopping cart and we we have brands using that and it is really cool but the brands that are using it 
that we're talking to have already made a pledge or that they already give back and they do have a story of impact. We've talked to brands too that don't and and they just want to put that on and get customers to give. And it's like, that's not going to work. You're going to get probably about 6% interaction with customers on that widget because you're not doing it yourself. And that's what I was talking about, like CVS. It's like, well, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, I've just paid a hundred, dollars for this for all these products in the shopping cart and now you're asking hair pomade more <laughs> hair pomade exactly and brill cream <laughs> and uh, and now you're asking me to give even more it's like well what is cvs doing i'd love to know um you know that type of thing and they do a lot but it's not there in the messaging so that's what we're kind of allowing brands to do is put that in the customer buying journey which is super important the yeah. the other thing well, just quickly Oh, go on. Oh, no, I bet I was just going to say, I, I'm glad that that was asked because I, um, it's sort of something I was going to touch on. So hive mind, but uh, yeah, please go ahead. Well, I think, uh, yeah, you guys are in line, in sync. Um, but yeah, a lot of larger organizations also just want to do social impact for, for checking a box, right? It's kind of like their corporate social responsibility, but they don't ultimately buy into it. Um, so I think there's, there's been a bit of that as well, but no, we'll, we'll sit with a brand, um, and, and ask them, you know, how they want to tell the story, how they want to market this and we'll give back best practices too. So even if it's something, we're not a marketing company, but we can talk about best practices of how other companies have used us in regards to, you know, using a pop-up to, to speak about the, their impact, um, or an eyebrow banner is something simple as that, um, which can do it. The other, the other thing we do as well um, that we offer is capsule collection giving. And we have some really cool brands like Shantakai Beauty um, that assign different product lines and different product SKUs to, to different nonprofits that they want to support. So oh, customers right will, yeah, so customers will see, um, you know, I buy this mascara and it's going to support Tigers in, and, and go to a specific nonprofit. Um, and that's also a good way for a brand to really buy into, um, you know, what causes they want to support as well. So we uh, we always try and think about what we have as a product portfolio and what they can use to make sure that they're not just turning it on and expecting results. Right. And, and you'd mentioned the box uh, being ticked by some companies. And I mean, certainly not here to point fingers or name names, but um, I think... Or I would suspect, as in areas of sustainability and environmental friendliness, uh, you know, this this term of greenwashing, um, right? Especially some larger brands um, that that maybe can't move as quickly or don't actually have those values or or, or that ethos embedded uh, in their brand. Uh, it is more of a marketing uh, tactic or strategy. Have you seen that? You know, um, in, or or come across any conversations where? you know, impact or social impact or giving has seemed to be uh, leveraged improperly or unethically? Um, Not personally. I haven't been in those kind of calls. A lot of people who we speak to um, have an intention of of actually doing good. Um, I mean, speaking of big brands, we, you know, a lot of them do just check a box, right? And that we had, um, we work with Coach and they have an insider's VIP um, kind of program and the, I don't think you know they turned up to the conversation and, it, and it's 
it's taken a long time through the sales process to to help them understand what we do and how we can take care of all their back-end compliance regulation and, and everything else so they don't have to lift a finger on that side of it but then also in regards to what our product does because i think that they were just shopping around and seeing what they can kind of do that's really easy and they don't have to worry about it which is something we can do but we actually talk to them about well you know we can do more and you guys should invest in this and not just you know turn on the widget and then expect um you know donations will happen but you need to talk about it and invest in it and they actually did and so they, they embedded it into their vip program and so now they've tied it into customers like moving up on their tiered loyalty program where you know a, a bronze member will get one percent back a silver will get three and a gold will get five um so their impact's growing as they invest into the into the into coach and spend more money um so there's little things like that that will you know talk through with a brand and think about strategy and think about the the results the how you how we're measuring data on roi of a customer and increasing that aov and everything else so um yeah yeah the, the conversations have definitely been had in, in with our team and, and i know for sure there was one founder that wanted to it was a small company and they it was a shopify brand and they wanted to lower the donation amount to increase customers <laughs> spending they're like how do we do that <laughs> and i was like uh ah, yeah. <laughs> so there was no <laughs> there was no point here yeah, yeah yeah there was no buy-in they just they just wanted you know we we talked about this increase in aov and increasing lifetime value of a customer and they're like great how do we do that but not spend as much donating to the charity <laughs> so, okay <laughs> you've missed the point of this <laughs> yeah jeez that's uh, that's interesting i mean those are always um yeah, it's, it's a difficult balance, right? Like, cause it's, it, it's similar. It's like our, our belief, we just actually submitted our application, become a B Corp. And if part of the philosophy yeah. of being a B Corp is, is both purpose and profit. And so it's to say, you know, we believe still in this mechanism of commerce and, and, and it's, it's this machine that can still make profit, but also have a higher sense of purpose. Um, but in that it's messy, right? Like it's not so clear you know you're not just turning on shopping gives and all of a sudden you are a charity you're still a for-profit company trying to do better for the world but leverage commerce to do it yeah i love that that you guys have got b corp we're a b corp too and uh yes that's right I, yeah it definitely focuses a, a company on on what's right and uh it, it's very hard to get it so congrats to you guys like i was i wasn't part of the process for shopping gives so i haven't been through that but i know it's really lengthy and it's, it takes a lot it of effort. is yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pop <laughs> some champagne it. when we finally yeah we're waiting on the final love certification it. but yeah yeah it's awesome. love it i love um, that you were you popped champagne and celebrated to do good that's awesome yeah <laughs> well i mean it's one of the best things to celebrate absolutely um, i mean yeah. anecdotally I was just going to just sort of add in anecdotally, uh, I think where you see brands that, that truly walk their walk or walk their talk, I should say, uh, at a, at a deep, even like eyebrow raising way. I mean, uh, the, the news that sort of just popped out of the Patagonia founder oh, and family yeah. that, that just gifted yeah. the entire company, uh, you know, to essentially be, um, a, a, a for-profit company that then has all of its profits go toward 
a nonprofit that helps the planet be better. I mean, there there oh, isn't cool. a more um, surprising, but also completely brand aligned decision um, that I've seen in a very long time. I mean, that that's kind of like, I'd say like a thousand percent. And then you've got a lot of steps, you know, uh, from doing nothing to that, that are in between. But I think just, just, just eyeballing, doing good, being better, um, finding ways to integrate this and impact into what you can bring to the world as a brand on top of all the other things that I, I really hope and we would encourage and challenge brands to bring to the world anyway. Um, I think this is just a beautiful thing to kind of put into the mix and, and find creative ways. As you mentioned, Ben, uh, it doesn't have to be a one size fits all. In fact, it's not, but find creative ways to put impact and giving, you know, into the brand, into the customer experience. Um, and I think that there's a lot of exciting, uh, awesome things that can be done because of it. 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that brands that don't have that in their, in their business model are missing out um, in more ways than, than just, you know, being able to do good. Um, there is a business side to it um, as well as, you know, we, we say it's doing well by doing good. Um, but yeah, 100% aligned mm. with that. Yeah, I like Oh, that's I like Say that, that one again. Do, what was that? Do do good do well by doing good do well by doing good oh see we, i thought we were coming up with the good phrases but well it's not mine so. let me just let me just drop that one <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, fine i'll drop the mic for whoever made it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay okay Br- bringing us into like some closing questions here i'm sure we could talk all night all day mm-hmm. all week mm-hmm. but Let's leave leave with some kind of some thoughts here from the one only Ben. And what wanna know what what do you think is one thing that DDC brands are missing right now? Oh, what are they missing right now? Um well, an obvious answer from me would be that they're they're not incorporating purpose or social impact into their business model, um, which we've talked about. But I I also think, you know, a lot of, and it kind of ties back to what you were both saying, actually, is that, um, you know, thinking about becoming a B Corp or doing good is is a lot of companies will look at it as a um, cost center. So they'll see it as something that um, that they think it's an expense and they don't realize the true value of it, that it can actually increase your bottom line um, and give you value of brand reputation, customer loyalty, all those things. Um, and I think, you know, if <clears throat> if brands start to realize that, then they'd invest in it much more and, of course, do more good. And doing more good by everyone is, is going to be better for, for everyone. Um, so I think that's really important. But the other part to that is we're actually working on something that Shopping Gives where, you know, at the moment our product is very transactional. So it's, it's on a purchase that action can be... Um, you know, impact can be created. Um, we're looking at a wider spectrum of every action rather than every transaction leading to impact. So even something as simple as your everyday kind of the way you go about life, right? So even something as simple as completing your daily steps, like could Nike give me a dollar? Could they give me five cents? Could they give me 50 cents to the fact that I've just reached my goal? And could that 50 cents go to a predetermined charity that I've selected? And then all of a sudden, 
throughout my daily life, I'm creating impact and giving back through different sources that's all into intertwined into one or a few charities that I choose. So we're looking at that and thinking that that's a, a kind of a, a much bigger um, play, but could ultimately be something that is a, could become center. When Because when you start to think about personalization and building that community like we spoke about, that's when you're going to grab customers and keep them. Um, so there are ways that a customer can create impact through your brand or, you know, through different ways, then um, I think that you start to see more retention. The other thing is just really simple marketing tactics, right? So can, every action, could it be just that a customer's just giving you their Instagram handle and they've just been rewarded with a dollar donation and they can add to their account? So, you know, bringing it back to e-commerce and, and how brands could use it. So, yeah, I think that there's a long way to go and with social impact and brands using it. Um, so I think that there is some stuff that's going to develop over the next few years. And I, I don't think it's going away, is it? Like, you know it and, and no. I know it. I think it's only going to grow that more and more brands are going to adopt these strategies. So uh, I think it's only a good thing. I couldn't think of a better good thing to end on there, Ben. Uh so- Certainly some mind explosions happening on my end. You can't see my face, but uh, when you were speaking about that, I mean, the just the connectedness and the ecosystem of, um, geez, like, yeah, that, that meeting your, your goals, um, personal goals kind of idea, just like all of the, the nuances and, and things that can sort of tie into that kind of approach or, or worldview uh, is... Oh, that's exciting. And the, I I can't wait to hear more and see more from Shopping Gives um, on how you progress toward that. Um, but yeah, I, I think just from the both of us, it's always good to connect with you. But certainly, uh, this is a, a topic that's near and dear to our hearts and certainly one that um, I know that we hope we're able to continue to help drive uh, more and more as time progresses. Uh, so thank you for choosing to spend some time with us and uh, and vamp on social Absolutely. impact, giving, and e-commerce. And um, yeah. really appreciate it, Ben. It's a pleasure. I listen to you guys and, and your different episodes, and it's a pleasure to be on it. I never thought I'd get the, the, the chance, so it's been great. I, always appreciate I never thought our one listener would also be on the show. It's, it's an honor for us. <laughs> You're Thanks, not Mom. to cross no. that line. <laughs> I love it. So does that mean you get zero listeners for this one? Yeah, this episode, no one's going to listen to because we're all. Well, here. I'm, we I'm hoping Ben that you're going to listen to your own uh, episode, so uh, you can see yeah. that uh, unique listener click up to one again. No, just kidding. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's just so important that uh, these conversations be had, that these ideas are put out there as frequently as possible. Um, so. Uh, yeah, high fives all around to uh, yeah, what yeah. you're doing at Shopping Gives. And um, yeah, we will, uh, I'm sure, be in touch very soon. Well, that's it for this episode of Commerce Chefs. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and learned a little more about the secret ingredients behind being a delicious D2C brand. But if you're looking for more, make sure to join the Commerce Chefs community by following us on social at Commerce Chefs. Ask us questions, send in requests. We want to hear from you. We're currently cooking up the next episode of Commerce Chefs, so be sure to tune in on October 20th. Remember... 
It's just as important to feed your ears as your mouth, because as they say, the ears are the other mouth of the head. Lastly, if you like this episode and want to support us, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star rating and review. Until next time, this has been a pinch of Kyle and a dash of Tom. We'll be cooking with you in two weeks.